Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and we're going to continue with this new, fresh House of Representatives. McCarthy vows to boot Ilian Omar, Adam Schiff, and Eric Swalwell from committees. Now, Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell are on intelligence committees. Both of these men are very serious threats to national security, and I'll get into why later with separate articles, not directly related to this, but addressing the concerns around these two people. You know, a little bit of bang-bang with fang-fang goes a long way, but Mr. McCarthy, that's Speaker McCarthy to you, bitch. Ugh, I don't like saying it, trust me, but the jokes are fun. Let me adjust my microphone here. Is everything coming through? Do 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 Okay, sorry about that. Speaker McCarthy has vowed to remove Representatives Ilian Omar of Minnesota from the House Foreign Affairs Committee in one of his first major moves as Speaker. Pardon me. He also said he wanted to kick Representatives Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, both of California, from the House Intelligence Committees. We're going to move over here to the post-millennial. McCarthy to oust Ilian Omar, Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell from House of Representative or House Committee assignments. My apologies. Quote, it's not like it's anything new. Remember, this is what Nancy Pel- this is what Nancy Pelosi, this is the type of Congress she wanted to have. This is what Nancy Pelosi. That's weird. So it's not just me being retarded. It's actually written that way. It's not. It's not like it's anything new. Remember, this is what Nancy Pelosi. This is the type of Congress she wanted to have. McCarthy said it's just worded weird. A from Roberto Wakerell Cruz yet again. My man. Let's continue. Kevin McCarthy will follow through on rep- on Republican threats to boot Democrat representatives Eric Swalwell, a Dem- Democrat from California, Adam Schiff, a Democrat from California as well, from the Intelligence Committee, and stop Ilian Omar, a Democrat from Minnesota, from serving on the Foreign Affairs Committee, the Daily Mail reports. Well, luckily... Well, luckily for Ilian Omar, her brother, I mean her husband... Eh, same difference... We'll be there to hold her and get her through this hard time. Former Democrat House Speaker Nancy Pelosi stripped GOP Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Republican from Georgia, and Paul Gozar, a Republican from Arizona, make Mineral Mondays great again, by the way, from being on their committee assignments, with Republicans having warned Democrats that their decision by Pelosi would lead to setting a president of... Let me... Zoom in a little bit more on this. It's just ridiculous. There we go. Uh-oh. Warned Democrats that the decision by Pelosi would lead to setting a president of dictating who serves on what committees. Typically, Democrat minority leaders, Hakeem Jeffries, would give names to the committees for whom was to serve, and McCarthy would approve them. Now we have a little video here from Fox News. Um, I just want to ask you really quickly about the news that just broke that Joe Biden, who's trying to put Donald Trump in jail for having classified documents at his home, also had classified documents at his office at the University of Pennsylvania. What do you make of this? Well, this is a huge story. It's very serious. As a matter of fact, Joe Biden conceivably stole those documents. What people need to understand is the President of the United States is the only one that can declassify documents, not the Vice President. 
For Joe Biden to steal documents and have possession of them, this is a serious investigation, and the communist at NARA can't hide it anymore. And Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice, they have to be held accountable if they don't treat Joe Biden exactly the same way they're treating President Trump. It's ridiculous and it's shameful. Merrick Garland is shameful. The fact he's the attorney general is shameful, I would say. He should be, um, he should be impeached. Yes. At least. Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, and go dogs. Um, I just... All right, let's move on. McCarthy told Punchbowl News, quote, it's not like it's anything... Oop. It's not like it's anything new. Remember, this is what Nancy Pelosi, this is the type of Congress she wanted to have. Swalwell can get a security clearance in the private sector. I'm not giving him one. I'm not giving him a government security clearance. He continued, Shift has lied too many times to the American public. He should not be on Intel. I have a different reason for why he should be on Intel. After 15 rounds of voting on whether McCarthy would become speaker, the next big task will be the committee assignments as Democrats still tend to some I'm sorry. Democrats still intend to name Shift, Swalwell, and Omar. McCarthy has vowed since 2021 to block the three from being on the representative respective committees. The Republicans will place Green, Gozar, and George Santos. I don't like George Santos. The dude is a lying, sleazy piece of shit. Nah, where was I? Ah, and George Santos to committees. I actually have a new. I should do an episode about him. There's a recent thing with him. Last year, then-Speaker Nancy Pelosi booted Green off the budget and the education and labor panels. In February, over comments made before being elected to Congress, the Daily Mail writes that Green will likely be placed on oversight and accountability committee. Ooh, that actually might yield some kind of results. Quote, among other potential panel assignments, Gozar was stripped of his committee. I want to know what's going to happen to Gates. Gozar was stripped of his committee duties after posting an anime video that showed him acting violently towards New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, based. Omar released a statement, look, he's just mad that she won't date him. Omar released a statement regarding McCarthy's threat to remove her from the Foreign Affairs Committee, quote, or uh, sorry, where she said that the Republican Party has, quote, made it their mission to use their fear, xenophobia, Islamophobia, and racism to target me on the floor through millions of dollars of campaign ads. That's funny, says the actual anti-Semite. But alright, says the anti-Semitic, anti-Semite alleged brother humper. Mmm. Uh, I don't quite buy your shit. And also, your God says the sun sets in a puddle of mud. That's almost as dumb as the shit the Mormons believe. Quote, whether it is Marjorie Taylor Greene holding a gun next to my head in a campaign ad, ooh, or Donald Trump threatening to send me back to my country, despite the fact that I have been a proud citizen of the United States for more than 20 years. Yeah, do you want to talk about how that green card got secured? You want to talk about how your brother's green card got secured? Ooh. This constant stream of hate has led to hundreds of deaths, threats, and credible plots against me and my family. Prove it, she said. It is not known what committee Santos would serve on. Yeah, I'm not exactly confident with that dude being anywhere. Now, let's address some of these concerns, right? Let's start with Adam Swalwell. Let's hop over here real quick. 
National security source reveals Swalwell slept with a Chinese spy. Eric Swalwell did indeed engage with sexual relationship with a communist spy. Fang Fang was pronounced Fang Fang. But it's fun to say Fang Fang because you got Bang Bang with Fang Fang. So it's Walmart John Cena looking dude. A national security source revealed Friday. Published December 18th, 2022. Let's see. One that I was just chuckling at, which was a concession for 72 hours to read a bill. And one of my favorite kind of parts on said now i wonder if they're gonna have a room you need 72 hours to read it and and it turns out it, it's not to say look in the wake of 9-11 in the wake of that yeah, moving on rep swalwell did indeed engage in sexual relationships with a communist spy named fang fang a national security source revealed friday a source on capitol hill confirmed to fdr lst that's somebody's username on twitter uh today that Rep. Eric Swalwell had a sexual relationship with a communist Chinese spy named Fang Fang. The FBI finally briefed, uh, finally briefed the congressional leaders today on the details of Fang Fang's international's interactions with lawmakers on behalf of the communist China. Uh, Sean Davis at Sean Davis, December 18th, 2022. The Federal Bureau's investigation finally briefed congressional leaders Friday on the details of Fang Fang's interactions with lawmakers, a source on Capitol Hill confirmed to the Federalist, a national security source told One American News Network, OAN, that Swalwell was briefed by the FBI affirming that he slept with a Chinese agent who was reportedly under surveillance by the federal agency. Mind you, Eric Swalwell is on these intelligence committees. From Jack Posobiec, breaking national security source tells O-A-N-N, that Swalwell was briefed by FBI that he was sleeping with a Chinese agent. FBI had her under surveillance. While speaking to the press after the meeting, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, what a different time, a Republican from California, declared that the discovery made it clear that Swalwell should not be on the House Intelligence Committee, Breitbart reported, quote, I don't talk about what goes on inside there, but it only raised more questions. The one thing that was fundamentally answered, he should not be on Intel, McCarthy said, adding, quote, The one thing I know for sure, I had questions about whether he should. That's the one question that was answered. He shouldn't be on Intel. Though, uh, campaign fundraising, extensive networking, and personal charisma, Fong reportedly infiltrated the political circles of politicians across the United States, most notably in the Bay Area of California, yeah, where people are the most retarded. According to the bombshell revelations published by Axios, Fang planted an intern in Swalwell's congressional office and even participated in his 2014 re-election campaign as a well-connected political operative. She ushered high-profile representatives and donors to political events. Swalwell was eventually alerted to Fong's suspicious behavior in 2015, at which point his office maintained he had cut off ties with the woman. <laughs> Alright, so you cut off ties. Let's follow up with that lead. We go here to the New York Post, we have a video to start us off with. Is it time to, to boot him off that committee and again, consider a law that says if you've profited off of or been manipulated by the Chinese government, uh, how can you ever work in elected office again or for the government? Joining me now is House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Congressman. 
uh, you know, people might not think committee positions are very important. It might seem a, like a very micro issue. But how important is this story vis-a-vis uh, -vis our relationship with China and what they're trying to do here? This is only the tip of the iceberg. Because remember what we're hearing. These are Chinese spies that go down to the level of a mayor. They, they court and help a city council member become a congressman. This congressman now gets on the intel committee. They are only selected from the intel committee by the leaders of their party, meaning Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is one of the Gang of Eight, along with myself. Did Nancy Pelosi know this had transpired when she put him on the committee? We have our Senator, Dianne Feinstein. For two decades, the personal assistant that hear all the private phone calls in the car and others, a Chinese spy. Why did the Democrats pull out of the bipartisan China task force I had set up? Why did Speaker Pelosi pull out of that? Why have they denied certain bills that would hold China accountable that have passed the Senate not come to the floor? Why do they focus on Silicon Valley members of Congress? Why is he still on the Intel Committee, let known why is he still a member of Congress? Did Adam Schiff know, as chairman of that committee, that he had this problem? Remember what the Intel Committee gets, information that no other members are able to see. And remember what this member did. He was so preoccupied going after this president, he was not protecting our country from bad actors. When he questioned Comey, yeah. he literally set up the questionnaire of what happened to him. Oh, real quick, has nothing to do with it, but this is a fucking crazy video. You guys seen this shit? This OnlyFans model goes fucking ballistic and attacks her boyfriend. Wild, man. Look, look, I'm gonna teach you a valid, valuable rule, right? Nigelations 1304 chapter 6 right the book of the great street prophets if the bitch has an only fans fucking and leaving best be your only plans amen breast be sensation on ja let's go just look at this bitch <laughs> she's already dressed kind of hussy she starts losing her shit homie was like hey damn bitch you need to chill Look, brother didn't know what he was getting into, bro. He he didn't know he, he he doesn't know about that white girl rage. He just saw some white skinny bitch with daddy issues and thought, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna smash, hey. And then he got his dick all dipped in crazy, bro. Bro, that's what you get. Look at that, bam. Got you by the man buns, bro. Got you by them weird little fucking rat antennas. <laughs> got this bitch in a headlock, just chilling, just chilling. Uh, bam. It's good shit. Entertaining. This Walmart LeBron looking motherfucker just trying to calm down this little angry ass white woman, bro. There's no calming her down. Up until that door is fucking open, you better either fucking keep your distance or knock this bitch out. You're, there is no safety. She just spat on him. Ooh, it's good shit, man. You, uh, maybe I'll do an episode on this. It's a good culture war episode, I guess. Cause there's a larger story to this. Like, like there's a whole investigation and everything. Like, homie's being painted as the bad guy. Uh, you know, whatever. Society's gonna cater to the fucking softer, weaker gender, I guess. Because, you know, oh, you're a man. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to just take that shit. Fuck you. Anyway, the father and brother of Rep. Eric Swalwell unfriended the suspected Chinese <gasps> spy who got close to the California Democrat and other elected officials in a bid to infiltrate the U.S. political system. Eric Swalwell, the congressman's father, and Joshua, his brother, had remained friends on Facebook with Christine Fang, Fong, also known as Fang Fang, 
as late as Wednesday, even after the lawmaker said he cut off all ties with the suspected Chinese spy after being befriended by the FBI, Fox News reported. She left the country in 2015 amid the FBI investigation into her activities, but in 2016, she liked a video posted by Joshua on his Facebook page with his brother. Poising, posing as a college student, Fong arrived in the country in 2011 and met with Swalwell. He was a, council, uh, a councilman in Dublin, California. Swalwell was the highest profile politician involved with Fong, who allegedly bedded two Midwestern mayors in her attempts to cozy up to the elected officials and glean information about the political system. The congressman who sits on the House Intelligence Committee has refused to address whether he had sex with Fang. Oh, you know he had that bang, bang with Fang, Fang, bro. Rep. Eric Swalwell, quote, Rep. Eric Swalwell long ago provided information about this person whom he met more than eight years ago and whom he hadn't seen in nearly six years. That's all allegedly to the FBI. Swalwell's office told Axios, which first reported the story, quote, to protect information that might be classified, he will not participate in your story. Well, maybe that information is in Joe Biden's office somewhere. Now that we've addressed why Eric Swalwell is untrustworthy and should not be on any fucking committees or panels, let's move on to Adam Schiff, shall we? Because he talked about Adam Schiff aligned to the American people as a reason to boot him off the, the committee. Now, pardon me real quick. And now, yeah, Adam Schiff lied through his teeth to the American people all the way through the Trump-Russia investigation and a sham impeachment and trial that wasted $40 billion of the U.S. taxpayers' dollars. Let's hop over here. This also crosses over to the Twitter files. Yay, the Twitter files! Over here at the New York Post for an article that just came out January 3rd, Dem Rep Adam Schiff wanted journalist Paul Sperry's account suspended over reporting on Trump whistleblower. Twitter files revealed from January 3rd, 2023 by Bruce Golding. That is insane. This man is on the Intel Committee. You trust him. You want to trust him with sensitive, delegate, government information, right? And documents. Yet this man is, as a government employee, suppressing the First Amendment rights of free speech of another American, you know, especially considering he's a politician going after a citizen. The very person that he, as a sworn-in official, is supposed to protect the constitutional amendment rights of through and through. He is oppressing them with his power. That, my friends, is what we call treason. And there's a punishment for that. U.S. Rep. Adam Schiff tried to get a journalist suspended from Twitter and to have, quote, any and all content related to House Intelligence Committee staffers removed from the site. According to the latest document dumped authorized by new owner Elon Musk in Tuesday in the Tuesday's installment of the ongoing Twitter files, independent journalist Matt Taibbi posted a November 2nd, 2022 email regarding a request from the California Democrat office to suppress free speech on social media platform. Taibbi called it an example of, quote, the astonishing variety of requests from officials asking for individuals they didn't like to be banned. The journalist in question was Paul Spurry, 
a Post columnist who in January 2022 wrote an article for Real Clear, in- Real Clear Investigations for the Real Clear Politics, parents, whatever, about the purported whistleblower behind former President Donald Trump's first impeachment, for which Schiff served as the House manager and clowned his whole way through. I have a coworker who looks just like this fucking guy. In the article, Spurry said the NCIA analyst Eric Carmilla was overheard talking in the White House with Sean Misko, a holder, a holdover staffer from former President Barack Obama's administration, a former official who reportedly heard a conversation told Spurry, quote, just days after Trump was sworn in, they were already trying to get rid of him. We here have some of the leaked messages. For message date Thursday, November 12, 2022 at 5.45 p.m. Subject forward tweets. Hi, Redacted. I met with Redacted from PP and he flagged the attached uh, analysis from the House uh, Permanent Select Intelligence Committee, HPSIC, Rep. Adam Schiff's office for your review and feedback related to alleged harassment from QAnon conspiracy theorists. Yeah, the whole, like, what, 0.2% of them that are out there? Yeah, real dog. Against Staffer, we also know now through a lot of these leaks that they use QAnon to refer to anybody who questioned lockdowns, the pandemic, and any various narratives. Not just the core retarded cult slash conspiracy circle jerk we know as what actually is QAnon. If you check the drift, it two more weeks. And let's not act like there is not the fucking blue and on equivalent. Oh, two more weeks, man. Trump's going to go to prison for being a Russian asset, man. Two more weeks. Trump's going to go down for those top secret documents, man. In two more weeks. Trump's going to go Trump, 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 Trump. Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Two more weeks. There's just two groups of people on opposite sides of the spectrum who let this orange dude live completely rent-free in their fucking head. At least I make a penance off of talking about it, so, you know, I make a little bit of money off of beating my fucking head. Y'all just bitch and moan. Let's move on. Again, Staffer Redacted. Would like you to get your thoughts on our ability, if any, to support any of this request. Of note, Blank from SP has reviewed the request and consulted with Blank from Psy. Below is her feedback on the request. Remove any and all content about Mr. Misco and other committee staff from its service. To include quotes, uh, I would totally say if you see these people on Twitter, Maxine water to them. If you know what I mean, know what I mean. If you don't know what I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, she's a well-respected black woman of color, Democrat, BIPOC, Nancy Pelosi on dark mode. There should be a t-shirt. How's that not a t-shirt? You just have, like, the dark mode on and off, and one side's just Nancy Pelosi, the other side's just Maxine Waters. They, they look identical. One's just got more fuck. One's just got lips bigger than the other one's tits. That's the real only difference here. Anyway. Uh, to include quotes, retweets, and reactions to that content, and here's a re- response from the, the staffer whose vagina hurts. No, this isn't feasible. We don't do this. Suspend suspend the many accounts, including at Greg Rubini and Paul Spurry, which have repeatedly promoted false QAnon conspiracy theories. I can guarantee you Paul Spurry has not. And harassed Blank. We'll review these accounts again, but I believe Blank mentioned only one account qualified for suspension. 
uh, suppress any, they even say it, suppress any and all search results about blank and other committee staff. No, we don't do this. If it is related to QAnon, it should already be deamplified. Stop the spread of future misinformation on Twitter about redacted and other committee staff who are not public figures. If you, you're working in the government, you're a public figure, dude. Fuck you. And who were not central actors in impeachment inquiry or the 2020 presidential election. No, we don't have the general misinformation policy label and reduce the visibility of any content about redacted that Twitter does not remove for the reasons cited above. No, we don't do this. Uh, yes, you do. Come on now. <laughs> Misco later left the White House and joined the Intelligence Committee, which Schiff chaired, Sperry reported. The email posted by Taibbi shows that Schiff's office asked Twitter to take five specific steps that an unidentified company employee said were, quote, related to alleged harassment from QAnon conspiracy theories. Ooh. We'll send the shaman after you. They included, quote, remove any and all content about Misco and other committee staff from its service to include quotes, retweets, and reactions to that content. In response, another unidentified tweet, uh, Twitter employee wrote, quote, no, this isn't feasible. We don't do that. Schiff's office also asked for, sus for suspension of, quote, the many accounts including at Greg Rubini and Paul Spurry, which have reportedly or repeatedly promoted false QAnon conspiracies and harassment. Some, uh, and harassed, sorry. Someone whose name is blacked out. The Twitter employee responded to that by writing, quote, we'll review those accounts, we'll review these accounts again but I believe name blacked out mentioned is the only one actually qualified for su for suspension. In an email today, Sperry told the Post, "quote I have never promoted any uh, QAnon conspiracy theories, ever. Not on Twitter. Not anywhere. Yeah, that 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 shit should be kicked out the door and mocked." "Quote Shift was just angry. I outed his impeachment whistleblower and tried to get me banned. He said, I quote." Challenge Shift to produce evidence to back up this defamatory remark to Twitter. Sperry also said, quote, This is a... I had to look that up. I've never heard that word before. Quote, This is a scurrilous smear, but par for the course from the unscrupulous Chairman Schiff. Scurrilous. Interesting word. In August, Spurry told conservative commentator Glenn Beck that he was permanently suspended from Twitter in the wake of the FBI's search of Trump's Mar-a-Lago club in Palm Beach, Florida. Quote, They kicked me off the day after Trump's home was raided, and I was in the middle of tweeting more about the raid, and I got a message popping up saying I was permanently suspended. No reasons were given, he said at the time. On Tuesday, Spurry suggested that Schiff may have been behind that move, saying, quote, Looks like Schiff's office initially, intentionally, got friction from Twitter gatekeepers. Still, I was banned just a few months after this request. Quote, Were there subsequent demands from Schiff? 
may explain why Twitter never gave me the reason for banning me. He added, I can relate to that. Schiff's chief of staff, Patrick Boland, didn't immediately return requests for comments after buying Twitter for $44 billion in October. Musk hired a team of independent journalists to review internal company records and report on its prior, quote, free speech suspension. Quote, the public deserves to know what really happened, the billionaire Tesla founder said in November. The first installment detailed Twitter's crackdown on the post-October 14th, 2020 scoop about Hunter Biden's now infamous laptop, which is confirmed a thousand percent to be true, including how the decision was, quote, just freelanced without the involvement of the founder, Jack Dorsey, then the company CEO. Or the company, you should say the company's then CEO, but okay. During testimony before the House Committee in March of 2021, Dorsey said that barring users from sharing the story was a total mistake. Other Twitter files documents show that how the FBI repeatedly threatened the company as its uh, subsidiary, including through extensive correspondence with Yul Roth, then tw- he's now currently under new investigation, then Twitter's head of trust and safety, and by flagging accounts that may potentially constitute violations of Twitter's terms and service, in quotes. In a statement last month, FBI downplayed the communications as, quote, nothing more than examples of our traditional, long-standing, and ongoing federal government and private sector engagements, mm, even coercion, which involved numerous companies over multiple sectors and industries. So that's uh, the good argument against Adam Shift. Now, Ilian Omar. Let's get into this one, shall we? Over here at the Daily Mail, Ilian Omar did marry her brother and said she would do what she had to to get him papers to keep him in the U.S., reveals Somali community leader. <coughs> oh boy. Ilian Omar told friends years ago that the man who went on to become her second husband was in fact her brother. DailyMail.com can confirm. Alabakimim Osman is the first person to go on record to speak of how Ilian Omar said she wanted to get her brother's paper so he could stay in the United States. It has long been rumored that Omar and Hamed Elmi are siblings, but because of the lack of paperwork in war-torn Somalia, proof was never undercovered. Osman said, quote, she said she needed to get papers for her brother to go to school. We all thought she was just getting papers to allow him to stay in the country. Omar was married to her second husband, Elmi, in 2009 by a Christian, by a Christian minister. <laughs> although she isn't, although she is Muslim, you want to know why? It was so legally it would be respected as a marriage, but culturally to them it wouldn't be legit. Because that's not a, a real marriage. Christian marriages are not legit. Are not real marriages in the eyes of the Muslims. So to them, they're not really married. To the federal government, they're legally married. And but the it, it it's more of the large amount of people who, of course, it's always unspecified source, source familiar with them, longtime family fa- family friend who wishes to remain unnamed, disgruntled former worker or campaign manager, blah blah blah. The amount of people who have stepped forward to say that she's fucked her brother is 
is the part that really weirds me out. I would almost be sympathetic if it was just a green card marriage. I'd be like, it's fucked up, and that's that's disqualifying as a politician alone. It's more of the you couldn't stop at that level of stereotype. You had to take it to the next logical step. Wait till I found out they have a three-way and there's a camel somewhere involved. She was first married to Almed uh, in two th- uh, Almed uh, Hirezi in 2002 in a Muslim ceremony before they split in 2008. But she later had another child with heresy while legally wed to Almi. It's almost like in their culture they don't respect the Christian marriage or something. It's almost like it was a marriage designed just to keep her brother in the country and to bring him here in the first place. Osman said, quote, When Hiresi and Ilion got married, a lot of people were invited. It was a big Islamic wedding, uniting two large clans of in the community. He added, When she married Elmi, no one even knew about it. No one knew there had been a wedding until the media turned up to uh, certificate years later turned to the certificate years later. Squad, Congressman Ilhan Omar told friends years ago that the man who went on to become her second husband was in fact her brother, Daily Mail, can confirm. And now, for the first time, one of those friends has come forward to reveal exactly how Omar and Ahmed Elmi scandalized the Somali community in Minneapolis. Abikamim Osman as the first person to go on record to speak of how Omar said she wanted to get her brother's paper so he could stay in the United States at the time when she was married to her first husband, Ahmed Hasiri. But hardly anyone realized that meant marrying him. Quote, no one, no one knew there had been a wedding until the media turned up the marriage certificate years later. Osman, Osman, 40 years old, exclusively told the Daily Mail, Osman's uh, revelations are sure to renew calls for investigations into the Minnesotan freshman representative who has repeatedly refused to answer questions on her marriage to Elmi. Oh, come on. I mean, look at the eyes and the nose and the lips, bro. Come on. The fucking cheeks. I'd say look at the ears, but I can't really see through the towel. <clears throat> she originally said the media said the me- uh, I'm sorry. She originally said the idea that the spouse were all that the spouses were also siblings were baseless, absurd rumors accusing journalists of Islamophobia, says the anti-Semite. But has since stayed quiet. And here's the thing: most of her claims against Israel, I actually fully support. Squad Congress. Oh, that's just a photo. It's just photos. Moving on. <laughs> Her spokesman told DailyMail.com that Omar, 37, does not comment on her family or personal life. The congresswoman is focused on her work, on work, uh, uh, focused on the work her constituents sent her to do in Washington to accomplish. He said Omar married her first husband, his Siri, in 2002 in a Muslim ceremony that, like many in the immigrant community, was not registered with the state. Their first child in the following year. And the second followed. But in late in the late 2000, Emi appeared in Minneapolis as I, who referred to Heresy by his nickname Southside throughout the interview. People began noticing that Ilion 
and Southside, aka Heresy, were often with a very effeminate young guy, <laughs> damn, Osman said who spoke in Somali thought, uh, through an interpreter, quote, he was very feminine. In, in the way he dressed, he would wear light lipstick and pink clothes, very, very short shorts in the summer. People started whispering about him. Heresy and Elon, or Elon told me it was as bad influences that the family did not like, which comments on Somali issues. See, that's like, just for context, being Sikh in a Muslim family is like being Lutheran in a Catholic family. It's pretty, actually, it's pretty on, pretty on par. Or being like Mormon in a Baptist family. It's like, what are you doing? Or being any denomination of Christian in a Jewish family. Which comments on Somali issues said that Omar kept her marriage to Emily quiet. With no one from Somali community invited to the wedding. He explained, quote, When heresy... And Ilian got married. A lot of people were invited. It was a big Islamic wedding, uniting two large clans in the Minneapolis community. I would say there were around 100 to 150 people there. But he said, quote, when she married El... Omar said at the time, heresy... That's funny. The good old, this person's also known as this completely separate person. Trick. Nice. Among Somalis, quote, he was a footballer. He promoted a lot of Somali shows. He was very popular. So the scandal about Harry's brother-in-law more than Ilian's brother. It has long been rumored that Omar and Elmi are brothers. And but because of the lack of paperwork, siblings appeared on a website, the Somali Pot, in 2016. It said Elmi, 34, as soon as Ilian Omar married him, he started university at her alma mater, North Dakota State University, where he graduated in 2012. Shortly, therefore, shortly thereafter, he moved to Minneapolis, where he was living in a public housing complex, and was later uh, faces up to five years in jail and five fines, up to $250,000. Elmi and o Elmi and Omar married. Honest union was never recognized by law. They lived address in Columbia Heights, a suburb on the north side of the city. The marriage. Elmi and Omar. Sorry, my, my, my system crashed for a second. Elmi and Omar said they lived together in an, at an address in Columbia Heights, a suburb of the north side of the city. Whew. Their marriage was conducted by a Christian minister, Walika Harris. When the DailyMail.com approached her last year, she would not discuss the ceremony or why a Muslim couple would have asked her to marry them. <laughs> yeah, that should have been a bit of a red flag. Jews don't respect Christian marriages. So the fact that a Muslim couple got married under a Christian system is a little weird. You had to give them a big ol' fucking smooch, but I, I hear you actually enjoyed it. Now... She and her husband, Marcus, run the Great and Mighty Works Ministries in Richfield, Minnesota, which is described on, on its Facebook page as a non-denominational Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, and Bible-living ministry that believes in the living example of Jesus, 
the appointed one. That sounds like a fun- Ilhan Omar's ex-husband has remarried just 37 days after his divorce from the Minnesota representative was finalized. Ahmed Hersey, the father of Ilhan's three children, has tied the knot with pediatric nurse Laden Ahmed. And get this, Laden even worked on Ilhan's campaign. Mm. Kayla Brantley joins us now from our New York newsroom. Kayla, what else can you tell us about this whirlwind marriage? Well, Jesse, Ahmed Hersey and Laden Ahmed were joined in a faith-based union in a Somali apartment. But get this, neither of them were present at the ceremony. Under Islamic law, neither Ahmed nor Laden needed to attend the union to legitimize it, though the marriage technically would not be recognized in the United States. News of Ahmed's wedding comes just two weeks after Tim Minette's divorce was finalized. Tim, of course, is Ilhan's alleged lover who had trouble hiding his glee after he left the courthouse as a single man. Wow, we are never short on drama in DC. Caleb. All right, moving on. Ed Elmi. Birthday 4485, age 23, Ilian Amadani Omar, uh, the 241082. Her age is uh, 26, born 100482, address Columbus Heights, and at the Hempen County office in Eden Perry's, Minnesota, southwest of Minneapolis, their license shows the marriage was conducted by a Christian minister, Walika Harris, when DailyMail.com approached her last year. She would not discuss a ceremony or why a Muslim couple would have asked her to marry them. Oh, okay, moving on. In a Facebook message, Mark Omar, it's not going to happen, not now, nor not ever. Omar and Elmi moved to Fargo, where they both attended North Dakota State. But Omar and Harrisy we're still together as husband and wife, Osman said. Her, let me just close this out because this is just going to drive me crazy. Okay. You need to get papers for her brother to go to school. We all thought she was getting papers together to allow him to stay in this country. Once she said, once she had the papers, they could apply for student loans. You know why they vote for the student loans they do. I knew that was the thing causing everything to lag on me. God damn. Okay. Let's see. Um, they both moved to North Dakota, North Dakota to go to the, go to school, but she still married to Heresy in the Somalia way. The only marriage that mattered was the one in the mosque. That's what I've been saying. Ilian came back to Minnesota, or Minneapolis, all the time to see her family. But her brother didn't come with her. Osman believes Elmi and Omar sought out someone outside of, Soma outside of the Somali community to conduct the ceremony because an imam would have known they were related. Okay. I assume it's like their version of a priest. An imam. And would have refused to marry them. Osman, who is confined to a wheelchair after contracting polio before he moved to the United States, that sucks, in 2004, said he got to know heresy well in his first few years in Minneapolis. They are the same age, both having been born in January 1980. They originally met when Heresy was working in a barber shop and when they both regularly ate 
at the now defunct Indian Ocean restaurant. When Heresy opened his own business, Urban Hookah, <laughs> the Urban Hookah, which is also now closed, Osman occasionally helped him at uh, out at the till. This is gay pride, Jimi Hendrix look. Hmm. Just pictures. Omar and Elmi eventually divorced in 2017, and she remarried Heresy, or Heresy, with whom she had a third child. Oh, wow, you mean they were married for the exact amount of time required to become a legalized citizen here through green card? Weird. Oh, interesting how that works out. Osman scoffs at the idea that this was a real marriage. They never parted, he said. But last year, she moved out of the family home and into a luxury penthouse apartment with a trendy mill district of Minneapolis. Oh, I wonder where all that money came from. FDX and Zambigman Freed in Ukraine money laundering. That's where all the money came from. But last year, she moved, I read that part, DailyMail.com, then revealed that Omar was having an affair with her chief fundraiser, Tim Minot, a married father of one whose company received more than half a million dollars from a campaign last year. Heresy and Osmond divorced in November. He married a pediatric nurse, Ladan Ahmed, 37 days later. Minot... And his wife, Beth Jordan, divorced in December during the hearing in a Washington, D.C. courtroom. Jordan attempted to read out a statement about her husband's affair with the congresswoman, but was cut short by the judge. Omar is running a second term in Congress, where she has aligned herself with fellow leftist first-term congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Alexandria Occasional-Cortex of New York and Rashida Tlaib of Dearborn, Michigan ugh, and Aliana Presley of Massachusetts in the so-called squad or Nancy Pelosi's bitches. She faces three opponents in the Democratic primaries to be held in August she's still in there she won re-election it's said and done but now she's off her committees and now that we've come to the end of this article it probably starts to make a little bit of sense as to why people demanded that these three scummy bottom feeding pieces of shit be removed from their committees i didn't think it would actually happen and then now the fact that it is happening blows my goddamn mind so that being said this concludes the latest uh, episode of Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison, and I shall catch you guys later. Deuce.
is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem.